Cunt nuggets. How are you? Hi, everybody. Good. This is Lisa. I'm Jen. And I'm Amy. And we are here for our 27th what, what? <laughs> episode. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are still here with me. I can't believe it either. <laughs> I know. That's how much we love you. Okay. Thank you. So, you guys, it's been about six months that we've been doing this. Wow. That's not long. I just counted on my fingers. <laughs> wow. <Ooh>. I know. <laughs> I know. Breath. Thank you. See, you can um, do math without a calculator. It's not long. <laughs> it feels like forever. Okay, <laughs> Amy, that doesn't help us. Your negativity. We talked about so how this. Are your, how are your weeks, ladies? Jen? Oh, just a lot of crap and bullshit. Good times. <laughs> yeah. So, Amy? My week was fine. Just busy, busy, busy. Please. My week, um, my grandbaby clapped for the first time on Sunday when I was on a video call with him. Yay. But he doesn't clap like a kid, like clap. He claps that slow, sarcastic. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. I love that. Yeah. There and then you go. He stopped for a while. And then yesterday's call, he did something and I was like, yay. And he looked at me and went, like, <laughs> You're supposed to clap for me. <laughs> so he's already condescending. Yeah. But nice. that's okay. Because then he's so cute. You guys know. Yes. He can get away with it. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. He's adorable. And then, Jen, I owe you an apology because... Oh, God, let's talk about that. Last week, we were talking about <laughs> bees for honey or flies, and it is flies. And I was very adamant it was bees. So I am sorry. It is flies. Yes, I do know that. I looked it up myself, <laughs> and I still didn't rub it in. How you like? I know wow. that. I, I'm impressed, and but I apologize for something. How about that? I mean, yeah, that's, that's bigger. That's huge. Are you high? <laughs> no, drunk. No. no. Then it is very huge. <laughs> this might go down in history. We will. Thanks. Note this. this. Is why, yeah. Thanks. And we have recorded it now, so. Right. Future generations. Which is, which is probably the... It is there. It's probably the only reason that you are apologizing. Because what you can do is now you can sit there and if anybody ever says, you never apologize. Then you can be like, look, I have recorded proof. <laughs> look at episode 27. <laughs> wonderful a person I am. <laughs> uh, but I do have a what the fuck. Okay. Hey. What the fuck? So I was sitting here Wednesday night, minding my own business, why, uh, modding for Dagon, and I get dive-bombed by a bird <laughs> in my own home. <laughs> what? Oh, Amy doesn't know. I screamed so fucking loud, but had the, I wrote, I typed out to Dagon and his scream, oh my God, there's a fucking bird in my house. Put the computer down. And then flipped out. We didn't really Amy. dive bomb you. Yes, it like came in from the dining area into my living room at my head. Oh shit! So I called Amy, no answer. I called my son, no answer, and I called Jennifer. She's like, "What the fuck am I supposed to tell you?" 
Yeah. What well, the hell? What are we supposed to do? She's, she's telling me and I'm trying. I'm like, okay. I'm like thinking, well, first I'm like, well, how did you let this happen? You know, I'm like, where did you come <laughs> in from? What's open? Do you, like, and she's like, um, what did you say? Oh, no. She said, I opened my apartment door. I'm like, well, open your window so it goes out. She's like, well, my screens are pain in the ass and her arm is still not great. And she's by herself still. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to finish this story. But I did at one point. I'm like, I don't know why you called me. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, because I, I say, so I, you should have called animals cruelty or whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know why I think, think of it. I'm like, I'm not Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> so I get my yellow work band work for my arm. Uh-huh. Cause I don't know what to swing at it. And that was there. So I grabbed that and I opened my apartment door really wide and I'm like whipping at it to try and get it down. I close, start closing rooms as I get him out of them. Oh okay. Goodness. So I finally get him out of the building or out of my apartment. Okay. okay. And I'm like, oh, 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 I'm too old for this shit. My heart can't take it. At that point, my son calls me and he says, he's like, okay, wait, let me get this. You had a bird in your part. He starts laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah. And he says, well, you can't leave it in the hallway. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Here's my thing. I have a fear of birds when they're flying. Okay. So, what? so yeah, if they're sitting sitting down, you know, just chilling, I have no problem with them. But once they take flight, I'm afraid. I'm just like, Wah! so I go out in the hallway. <laughs> now dig this. There's a man who lives below me is coming in with his groceries. I go out in the hallway. Oh, I see no. the bird. I scream. I come running out <laughs> screaming. <laughs> he reacts in no way. <laughs> Get out of here. I come out of my apartment screaming. He doesn't react at all. So thanks, sir, for your help. And then the bird's flying. So I'm like, ah, 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 I would think I would stay away from you, too. On the phone with Paul, who's like, why are you sounding like that? It's a bird. Well, needless to say, I can't get the bird down three flights and out a door. So I come in and plus my lungs aren't ready to be running up and down the stairs after the corona yet. Right. So I come back in and I'm like, I don't care if it dies. I don't give a fuck if it dies. So I check out the apartment. I clean up any poop I see, I, but I'm freaking out. My OCD's in overdrive, you know? Right. Was there a lot of poop? Um, I just want a picture. There were two poops. Wow, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, that's not bad, but still. Okay. Well, then oh, okay, go on. I go to bed. I am, I sleep in the nude. I know. Picture that, folks. Um, so I get up in the morning. I go, and I always sleep with my door closed, you know. I go into the bathroom, wash up and stuff, and I notice bird poop in the tub. Ew. Oh. And I'm like, there was not bird poop in here yesterday. Oh no. I come out and a bird flies from the dining <gasps> room no into way, Lisa. my living room. Where are I'm they like, coming from? What the fuck? So I grab my robe off the back of the bathroom door. I tie it so oh. loosely. So as I'm racing through my house with the yellow band, it's flapping open. This bird is landing on every picture I can find in my house, oh my like God. everything. Oh it finally God. gets stuck between the blind and the window. Oh, my God. So I reach in and grab it. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, do you and love that? This, no. 
At this point, my robe is wide open. So I'm gripping that. I have a bird. I open my door. I run down the stairs to the front door, open that door. I'm not caring who I flash at this moment. No, no. (laughs) Throw the bird out, slam the door, run upstairs, clean my hands like I'm going into surgery. (laughs) And now I'm flipping balls. Like where? Yeah. Right. Yes. There's an issue. Now my OCD kicks in even more. I find 10 poops. Oh, this is a pooper. Oh, Lord. So I find this where I have a recessed light above my sink, but it doesn't have a cup. Like my building's very old. So it doesn't have a cup like a modern day recessed uh, bulb would have. Mm-hmm. It's just open. Oh. So I think that's how they're coming in. So I block that off. And I do a clean from the top of my house to the bottom of my house, <laughs> like the kind you would have in a surgical room. Oh, my God. <laughs> and in the interim, my landlord calls because I, I sent him a phone call. I sent him a text. He call, finally calls me and he says, oh, yeah, I know how they're getting in. That happened seven years ago. So oh, every seven years, first visit. And I'm like, how? And he tells me and I go look and there's not a whole where my stovetop exhaust vents out outside, but there is on the one on the floor below me. So I think there's a space between walls Oh. and they're coming in that way. And somehow they chose my place. Well, you're so welcoming and warm. I am. I am like the snow white of yeah. uh, Chicago. Oh my God. You've got to be so... like paranoid now. I mean, I would be, I'd be like every time I open I the door, I'd be like, there's going to be a bird in here. Oh, you should see me go outside into the hallway or when I'm on a video call, my daughter-in-law is like, do you hear that bird? I'm like, yes. Oh my <laughs> I hear <God>. them. <laughs> so I call my son yesterday morning and he's like, what's up? And I'm like, Paul, there's a bird, another bird in my house. And he's like, okay, let's review. <laughs> you had a bird in your house Wednesday night and now you have another bird in your house. And he starts <laughs> laughing so hard. He's like, what did you do to the birds? Like, <laughs> Why are they after you? Paul, you're not helping me. <laughs> and he's like, I, there's nothing I can do. I just find this fucking hysterical. This is hysterical. This has made my week. Seriously has made my week. So thank you for Have your sacrifice. Been, has there you been welcome. any more birds or mysterious poop? No. My house is beyond clean. And... Um, <laughs> Since I put that cover up, I have had no more birds in my house. One was near the window this morning, and I was like, get out of here. (laughs) Don't even think about it. (laughs) I will kill you. So, yeah, that's my what the fuck. That's a big one. That's a big what the fuck. That's a funny one, too. I like that. What the fuck? So today, on today's show, we will be discussing... (laughs) Etiquette of the past. And I have found this topic quite interesting. Yeah, me too. Isn't that funny? I did too. I was like, this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so who would like to start this one? Aim, you never start. Um, okay. All right. So there is an 18 in the 1890s, women, according to the Victorian world uh, rules, were um they should only give handmade gifts. So a woman could only give a man a gift if he gives her one first, and then she should only reciprocate with inexpensive or handmade gifts. 
which to me, I just thought if I had a hand make gifts for people, good God, I don't even know what they would be getting. Like, I like what I would, what draw a stick figure with a pencil for you. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I'd be in trouble. It would involve chewed gum in some way because that's usually all I have around. But back then, the women were trained in like sketching and music and I would blow all that stuff. I have to say, Amy, when you said handmade, I was thinking like a handmade to the woman. And I was like, what? She gives her handmaiden to the guy? (laughs) (laughs) No, she's not giving a person to another person. That's a different kind of not part of it. How often do they have to give gifts? Every time a man gave them a gift, they would have to return it. I don't know if they had to. I think, though, that if you wanted to give a gift, you it would have to be handmade. Hmm. I guess that's where, like, decoupage came in. Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be just a, a nightmare. Papia mache, mache. I'd be, like, horrified if anybody tried to give me a gift. I'd be like, no, I don't want a fucking <laughs> gift. <laughs> Keep it your I know, gift. I know. I hate getting gifts anyways. Yeah. I find it really uncomfortable and I, I get very disturbed by it. And so, I yes, love this it. would be even more so a bad thing. I know. I hate it too. You feel like you, you instantly, like, especially if it's out of the blue for no reason, someone brings, uh, like, they saw something and made them think of you and they're like, here. And you're like, shit, now I got to go fucking get you something. Actually, I just had a friend send me a big tub of Garrett's popcorn. Wow. Well, you better get them something now. No, I thank them profusely and I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Garrett's is good. Okay. Jen? All right. Well, in the early 1900s, if you didn't know already, most households didn't have radios. So for entertaining family and guests, people would usually sing or play instruments. Mm-hmm. So etiquette was that if a person was asked to play, it would be a mark of vanity to show anxiety or hesitation. <laughs> really? Which, yeah. So I'd be like, no, I won't play. No, 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 no. You know, and that would, I guess, be like, not good. Because um, then you're waiting to be urged and oh. that, yeah, to make a decision oh. and that labels you as rude. You could turn down the request, but you have to remain polite and um, you have to refuse sternly and immediately. I don't know how that's better than being hesitant or yeah, showing anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. But that seems how- more vain to just jump on the piano forte and start playing away. Like, right. Okay. I guess you're going to play. Like, right. <laughs> and then if a guest did perform, the host was expected to ask them again later that same evening. So they don't feel underappreciated. Oh my God. <laughs> so many rules. I know what the fuck. I'd be in so much trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That How about you, Lisa? Okay. Mine is from the Victorian era, bathing and hair care. Upon arising, you must take a complete bath. A simple washing out of the eyes is not sufficient. <laughs> the complete bathing of the body once each day is of the utmost importance. Not more than a quart of water is necessary. Oh, my God. Wow. So apparently you're not taking a full bath. You're taking a sponge bath. Yeah. And preferably rainwater. Mm. The head should be washed occasionally with soap and water. When the hair is inclined to be harsh and dry, a moderate application of bear's grease or other dressing should be used. It smells real good. Like, (laughs) yeah. 
I'm thinking no, no. I don't. I do not want to date a man who's like like my hair, bare grease. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's bare grease. That's my secret. Don't you ever think that when you watch movies or TV shows of when it's like in the olden days? I always sit there and think they probably all smelled. And like oh, if the guy do. was like hitting on the woman, now maybe I guess the woman still smells, but she probably smells better than he does. And how do you get past that smell? Well, it's kind of like the the scenes in movies. I hate when they have them like wake up and start talking to each other and kissing yeah. and making out. I'm thinking, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That pisses me off. I know. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. It's bullshit. I do too. Bullshit. Yeah. No one yeah. wants to kiss that mouth. No. <laughs> you know, the other thing is like during the Tudor times, they used to have an herb strewer. That would walk in front of you and strew herbs out in front of you (gasps) because it smelled so bad. So when you walked on the herbs, it would give you a better smell. Mm -hmm. And you would carry oranges with you with like cloves in it or other herbs. And then you could smell that instead of the people around you. Why can't you just, why couldn't they just like wash their pits? (laughs) Because they thought it was dangerous to the body. To watch that a lot. And also, I heard something about women with their hair. It was like, it was once a week. Yeah. I, I can't even, I can't do that. Well, I only do my, wash my hair twice a week. Oh, oh I can't. Because I'm trying to save the color. And mine doesn't go greasy. Mine I know, does. you're perfect. Just shut up. I am. I'm perfect in every way. I'm like Mary Poppins. Amy. Um, again, in 1890, you could never ask a direct question. So it was found to be incredibly rude to ask a direct <laughs> question. And so instead of asking someone, how are you doing? You would have to reword that question to something. And this is not a question, but you'd have to instead say, I hope you're doing well. Instead oh. of actually even <laughs> asking them, you have to like state it and not ask, which I am extremely direct. So this, to me, Uh would never work, like, ever. I would lose my mind. See, I like this because you're not inviting a response. You're like, I hope you're doing well. Bye. You know, you're not like, (laughs) hey, how's it going? And then you're like, you got to sit there and listen, you know? Like for those from the last episode, the drama queens and the complainers (laughs) and all that crap, you're like, I hope you're doing well. Goodbye. Yeah. Good wishes. (laughs) Their mouth is hanging open like, wait, I was just about to complain. Yeah. That's cool. Jen? Um, So traditionally, of course, men used to, when they encountered a woman, they would bow. But if if, if they're in a window and a man bows from the window, this is in Victorian times, of course. I think most of these are. A man bows from the window. um, It suggests to the neighbors that he may have been knocking the woman's boot, so to speak. Get it? Yep. Fooling around. Oh. If he bows from the window in the street, sure, yeah, you can bow. But if he bows from the window, she's passing by. He's no oh, carnally. Yeah, got it going. Oh, now and then, if a woman okay. peers from down from a window and a man sees her from the street, he can bow to her in that situation. But it can't be a dramatic bow because it implies sexual relationships. Oh. So I don't know what a dramatic bow would be compared to a normal bow. You know the florist ones where they wave their arm and then yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah, it's got to be like I a fucked nod. you last night. <laughs> oh, what the hell? I don't know. She, I don't know what's I'm going on over there. The I'm imitating the movement in my house as I watch her birth. <laughs> so kissing and dignity here. And the 
Victorian times, upon meeting the meeting of intimate friends among ladies at a private house, the kiss as a mode of salutation is yet common. But this is a custom which ought to be abolished for psychological and other reasons. What? What? So ladies, when they meet in a private house, can be like, oh, hello, and kiss. Yeah. And they're saying that has to be abolished for psychological. Oh, my God. What reason? But to psychological, apparently. I don't know. Something they were uh, obviously afraid of oh, when it's okay. just like, you know how like your sisters and you just like we kiss and hug and it's not like I'm sitting there making out with either one of you. I don't know what it is. That's okay. weird. Yeah. And to greet someone by saying hello, old fellow indicates ill breeding. If you are approached in this vulgar manner, <laughs> it is better to give a civil reply and address the person respectfully, in which case he was he is quite likely to be ashamed of his own conduct. Well, I gotta be I gotta so, tell you, if someone says hello old fella to me, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna be pissed. <laughs> I'm be like, uh fuck you. Fuck you. It's still the same thing as like when someone's like, ma'am, and I'm like, no. <laughs> No, that doesn't bother me. So, yeah. Okay. So, this is one from the 1910. And then it also continues, though, which I thought this was interesting. Don't be too playful with your newborn. Experts advise parents (laughs) to not be overly affectionate with their babies, even going as far as recommending parents not to play with them until they're four to six months old so as not to spoil them. And I found this again in the 1950s, that it was still this belief that you were not supposed to really like play or pay any attention to your kids in order for them to not be spoiled. Wow. That's all I have to say. Very healthy. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Explains a lot. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Jen? Um, Okay. So back, you know, when people used to travel by horses and all that, if a, there was a couple deciding to ride, the man had to choose the lady's horse himself. Um, on top of that, he had to select the right horse, one with a secure saddle and a gentle temper that, of course, a woman could handle, you know. <laughs> of, course, of course, yeah. You know, it's got to be, you know. And it was considered impolite to keep the woman waiting too long in her riding costume. So he had to do this very quickly and correctly. And if the horse turned out wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Poor son of a bitch. No, um, it would reflect poorly on his judgment, basically, but it makes him look bad. So, yeah, he had to go pick the right horse. And, you know, God help him, he picks like some sort of devil horse from hell. Right. <laughs> she, you know, she starts to climb it and it bucks the shit out of her. <laughs> well, he's trying to get rid of that wife. You never yeah. know. He's going to be like, fuck, this is going to look bad. <laughs> My judgment is ruined. God damn it. Okay, mine, um, when a lady enters a room, her face should wear a smile. (laughs) So I vouch. Oh, Lord. You're gone. Yeah. She should not rush in head foremost. (laughs) So apparently (laughs) leaning leaning forward with her head out. I I thought it was like ass first. You have to walk into the room backwards (laughs) with your ass out. A graceful bearing, a light step. An elegant bend to common acquaintances are all requisite to a lady. As if a woman didn't already have enough to deal with during the 19th century, all of the above is included in the addition to not shaking a hand extended to her, 
but a rather accepting it with cordial ple- pressure. Cordial That's a lot of shit to pressure. think about before greeting people or walking into a goddamn room. Like I walk in with my resting bitch face, like fuck you all. And if someone says hi, I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> why are you even? <laughs> why are you talking to me? Like, if I think about it, like, okay, wait, I have to have my head at a certain angle, and I have to, you know, make sure. I'm walking this way, smiling in a certain way, but not too much. I don't want to look like a graceful, a light step. Like, come on. Kiss my motherfucking ass. Aim, aim. (laughs) Um, So on that note, you have to watch your language. Um, Such exclamations as the Dickens or mercy or good (laughs) gracious should never be used. If you are surprised or astonished, suppress that. Why well, don't such say those expres- things? Such <laughs> expressions border closely on profanity. So basically, if you're surprised by anything, you have to completely act like poker face 100% of the time. Because if you act surprised, that is profane. Oh, my. Oh, we I just did not- it. Yes, you just did it. I was cursed. Good gracious. <laughs> oh, Amy. <laughs> I am shocked. I like mercy. Mercy. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to hell. I- <laughs> so much fucking swears. <laughs> I never say those words, though, so I'm in the clear. Yeah. I just say fuck and everything else. Usually fuck. Okay, Jen, Jen. Um, all right. So you should never allow a horse to pass wind upon a lady. And I'll tell you. <laughs> How did you stop it? I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you. This is a rule of etiquette. Butt plugs. Butt plugs. That's what it is. So if a man and women, or if a woman, a man and a woman, a woman and a man, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) rode together, there was an unspoken rule that the man would sit with his back to the horse. That way the horse would not pass gas onto the lady's hair. Wait, what? Yeah, if the man has his back to where the horse's ass is and the woman is like oh, across from him, he will block the, the, the gas. So wait, if they're riding on two separate horses? No, like in a carriage being pulled by a horse. Oh. oh I'm so sorry. I thought that was just kind of implied. No. <laughs> I was picturing them at an outdoor cafe with I a horse it was a carriage. But, but no. No, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like in a carriage. So in the carriage, the man would, if there was a man and woman riding together, or if there was a woman, she would not be the one with her back facing the horse. The man would sit there to block any gastric explosion from the horse's ass. <laughs> and they believed that the man's larger head would dispel the vapors back at the driver, which, of course, he deserves. He's just a driver. <laughs> right, right. Poor son of a bitch. Poor son of a bitch. (laughs) Lise? Okay. Do you guys have two more? I have one more. I have one more. Okay. So after this one, I have one more. Okay. I'm right. Okay. I'm right. Okay. (laughs) One must never smoke again in the streets. That is in the daylight. (laughs) Okay. So in the daylight. This deadly crime may be committed. Like burglary after dark, but not before. <laughs> oh my god! So they're so wait, okay with burglary just... after dark. Yeah. Yes, it's sort of like um, what was Ohio that you have to take your mask off before right. committing crime. <laughs> so smoking in the street was considered a deadly crime in the daylight. Deadly, not the deadly. Fact, not smoking is deadly to the smoker, but the crime is a <laughs> deadly crime because what could happen? I don't know what. 
But why yeah. is it not so deadly at night? Like, does the... Well, no, it is, but that's when it needs to be done because it's so deadly. It shouldn't be oh. seen in the daylight. Okay, so anything goes if no one sees it. So it's kind of like the tree well, that falls in the forest. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. I kind of I get that. <laughs> okay. Well, Amy. you would if unless you're a victim of some kind of deadly True. crime. <laughs> crime but at night. That might change your mind about what's going on. If I walked by okay. somebody smoking during the day, yeah, I'd be like, stop deadly! <laughs> um, <laughs> right i mean that's what i'm saying <laughs> lost it. i don't think we would have survived long in victorian times you guys we no. oh no. my god mom and dad would have been so disappointed in us we would be outcast for We'd be smoking sure during the day and riding on the horses gassy ass and <laughs> They would have put us away in like one of those homes. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, where are your three daughters? Oh, um, they're visiting their aunt. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Okay, aim. Okay, so this is from the 1960s. Ooh, oh, nice. Modern. Avoid dead fish hands. So in the 50s, Wait, and, I'll explain. In the 50s and 60s, there were a lot of do's and don'ts for women to follow, including how to position her arms. So there was this instructional guide that advised a woman not to let her hands hang straight to her sides as it detracts from her silhouette. Oh. So they called that dead fish hands. Oh, my God. So you couldn't just hang your hands out to the side. That's ridiculous. Okay, so do you notice that these are all for women? Basically, they're all for women. Well, maybe that's the ones we picked. I, I think I saw some for men. So, I mean, the one for no, like not showing surprise, that was for both. The bowling. one for performing. Yeah. Yeah. Bowling. Okay. Being asked to perform, that's for both. Yeah. I mean, I think we are women's force. Yeah. I think we just have to, we put that feminine spin on it. Don't you get angry. We do get angry. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of anger. Okay. Um, so Victorian women were expected to dress cleanly for their husbands, but not too clean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if a woman presented herself as too clean, she'd make others around her uncomfortable with her tidiness. Oh. So maybe yeah. jealous or something. Yeah. So you like wash one pit, leave the other one to just, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they they said... The same applied to fashion. Dressing too beautifully would imply that the women spent too much of her husband's money because, you know, she has none of her own. Or um, was it trying or was attempting to court other men? Um, Oh. Makeup was discouraged as husbands had to pay for it. But you know then they'd bitch about her looks after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why put a little makeup on? Well, I can say I've saved a lot of money during this quarantine on makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Like I bought makeup right before the quarantine, not knowing what was going to happen. And I have not opened it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you see all these people who are like doing makeup during quarantine and they don't have to go anywhere. It's just it's like, mm, I don't know if I do that. They only do their no. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last one. You invite your guests for one o'clock. They arrive at two. Arriving on time was considered rude. See? This rule would have killed me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then tell me too, bitch. But don't take, think this rule could be applied to just any party. The handbook later mentions that count country affairs are distinct from those in town. Okay. In the later scenario, 
to arrive an hour after the time of the invitation would be considered an assumption of fashion. So apparently town parties, you arrive when it says. Okay. But in the country, you come at least an hour late. Oh, interesting. I would, I would have almost think it would be the way. other way around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, when you two stop mimicking each other. <laughs> um, but I did, I had a question. If you guys could make up your own etiquette rule, what would it be? Aim. I would say that it would be that you have to treat everyone as equals when you meet with them. And so therefore, it would force everybody to get to know the individual rather than stereotype and make judgments based on your unconscious bias or conscious bias. Very good. Wow, that was like a lesson. Yeah. It's true, exactly. though. It's true, if only. Yes. I think Lisa should go because mine's not serious at all. <laughs> <laughs> this one was hard for me because I have a huge issue with everything. So I, I was like, well, could I narrow it down? Because my I had so many. I'm like, you can't do this, you can't do <laughs> yeah. this, you can't do this, you can't. So it was becoming a dictatorship. So mine is you have to put other people first before yourself. So you have to think of what could make someone else uncomfortable or hurt them or harm them in any way whatsoever before you do something. Like, like would one. you want what you're about to do to be done to you? Right. So now it's for minor shit too, like um, snapping your gum or <laughs> whistling. Okay. So, but wait a minute. <laughs> now this is turning into what do you think Lisa won't want you to do? Well, that's the, what the whole thing was. Make up your own etiquette rule. So we're each saying what we want. Okay, Our- but, <laughs> but but then you have to like what happens is instead of the calling card that they used to have in Victorian times, you would have to have a card of what would make you happy or your rules. And it as would be soon as someone approaches you, you have to hand it over so then they know how to put you first in all the well, myriad of ways in your life that you that's do for me things to but in function. general <laughs> that's for me in general though i've yeah. seen too much going on too much. and it's too much going on <laughs> and it's in the news and stuff and it the is birds about time the birds <laughs> need to learn this etiquette rule right now because if they knew what it's like to have like an adult me just come into their nest, they would know that wasn't cool to come into my house. Um, so my point is that you need to put other people first. It can't be your stupid, racist, homophobic views of someone. It has to be you need to take care of them first before you take care of yourself. I like it. Yeah. Jen? Okay, well. How are you embarrassed to even share I yours? I am because yeah. we all went a different well. I went a different route. Um, <laughs> so you know how when you're out in public, like the store or restaurant, and then like someone from work or your kid's school walks in, mm-hmm. and yeah. so, you do not want to talk to them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. You're not buddies or anything like that. And you try to like hide. Well, my rule is when you do, when you're, you know, when you see someone and you can tell that they're kind of avoiding eye contact or ducking behind, you know, boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, walk away, just walk away. 
Let's all just yeah. pretend not to know each other in that setting, okay? Because it's not the normal setting we're in, and um, we're not expecting to see you. And yeah, just yeah. And then don't look back because that person may be come out from hiding, thinking it's safe, <laughs> and you guys are going to make eye contact, and it's going to be really embarrassing for everybody. Right. That's no, I agree, and I do that. I mean, yeah, partly because I don't want to talk to people, and then partly because it is out of respect for them. Like if they don't make that first move to talk to me that I'm not going to initiate it because you don't know what kind of situation they're in and what they feel. Well, I have to say the one thing about quarantine is with the masks and my sunglasses, no one knows who I am. (laughs) So I can go into a store like the grocery store. In fact, my pharmacist, if I take my sunglasses off and go in line, she doesn't know who I am. <laughs> but when I leave it on, she's like, oh, yeah, Lisa, I have your prescription. Something like that. That's funny. So, yeah, I can see that. Well, thank God we don't have rules like this today, you guys, because. We wouldn't Oh, my survive. God. Oh, wait. I did want to say one thing. There's one I saw and I highlighted it. And it's not long. It's just a sentence. But I love this one. Okay. It says, like, as far as small talk, this was a rule. No topic of absorbing interest may be admitted to polite conversation because it might lead to discussion. <laughs> I am so on board okay. with this one. I think this one would needs to be re what it what, rebooted or whatever. If we need to. <laughs> okay, so wait though, I'm totally on the opposite. So my one of my ideas for the like, if you wanted to make your own etiquette was so that no small talk was allowed. If you're going to have a conversation, it's to be like a real conversation because I hate small talk. I hate having to be forced to sit there and talk about the weather or talk about like something that people just bullshit up in the hallway and they're because they feel like they have to say something or they want to just talk. And it's like, no, if we're going to talk, let's talk about something real. Like, tell me about your dysfunctional family. I don't care. Like, let's really talk about this though. Like, I don't want to talk about small. I don't, I hate yeah. small talk. I okay. hate it. So I'm the opposite. I feel like do not start a conversation with me unless you're going deep. That's I'm it. like, don't talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> and we know what Lisa is. Yeah, Lisa, don't we lost her. I'm just going to keep walking right past them as they speak. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sorry, can't stop now. I'm walking. <laughs> but this was a good one. I like this. And yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get, um again, the same ones because all of ours <laughs> seem to be Victorian times. A lot I of know. them. And it was hard because like a couple Jennifer read, I had read. Right. And yeah. at one point had them in my list and removed them. Yeah. Right. The man bowing in the window, for example. Yeah. I had the cigarette one. By deadly crime. Oh. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. So um, I hope you all enjoyed this one. Think of your own etiquette rules, what you would have if you could. And you can let us know at mama never told us at gmail.com. And you can see all of our social media contacts at linktr.ee forward slash mama never told us. And stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Take care of each other. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.